California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? What's up, people? Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Bill Dawes. We got a great show today. I think Don Fry's coming in, and we got this guy, Dustin Lampros, who uh undefeated fighter who also catches child predators. So I can't wait to talk to him, as well as John Dotson, who's coming off a huge win over in the Bellator Rising card, who's fighting in the Bare Knuckle FC at uh, Knuckle Mania coming up. Um, so <laughs> very exciting show. Bill, congrats on your black belt. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Finally. That's, that's pretty good. I don't, I don't feel like I deserved it, but I guess that's what you're supposed to feel, right? Now, are, are people gunning for you now that you're a black belt? You see people trying to, like, say they tap the black belt? Well, it's funny because, you know, you, yeah, you go to class and it's like no one's going to uh, no one's going to take it easy on you for sure. You know, um, luckily, there are a lot of black belts in my dojo. So I, when they they demolish me, I don't feel that bad. The only thing is you, you just never want to get tapped as a black belt. You just cannot be tapped by a white or blue belt. That's the only rule. Has it ever happened to you? Not yet. Not as, I mean, I've only trained like four times as a black belt, but like. Yeah, that would that would be super embarrassing if that happened. I mean, it's look, there's some there's some really good athletic young guys who are blue belts, and they just go fucking hog wild on you. you now I have a question. So Gordon Ryan, right, who's the greatest in the world, and yeah. everyone loves this guy. He's a like I guess he's like the Michael Jordan of jujitsu right now or something. Yeah. I don't know. So according to Rogan, he's on juice, right? He's on juice. Yeah. He takes what does he take? HGH? What does he take? Takes TRT. I mean, he looks like he's fifty. He looks like a forty-five-year-old. I mean, I guess he's in his twenties. <laughs> guy does not look like he's in his twenties. Right? I think he's like twenty-eight. Does not look twenty-eight at all. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, he looks fucking great. Don't get me wrong. I got Adonis, yeah. but, like, but he has a forty-year-old face, um, at least. Yeah. Now he just posted that he got some kind of sponsorship deal where they gave him. Like what, seven figures for yeah, flow grappling? But the guy's admitted to being on juice. Like yeah. that's not right. You can't do that. Well, but, but no, but here's the thing. It's not illegal to be on juice for those promotions. It's only illegal if you're competing in like I actually I don't think it's illegal in any jujitsu tur- even IBJJ official sanctioned tournaments. I don't think it's illegal. That's bullshit. They can't do that because they what kind of sport is it? that's the only sport in the world that they let you take ju- juice for i mean in in re- college wrestling they test in olympics they test yeah. in i don't know about karate but in boxing they test in mma they test yeah. baseball football soccer so well you know it's funny you said it because football i know for a fact because i know somebody who worked in nfl like they test okay fine right but okay, they don't fine. really test okay these well, people they need a, to be on, on that's a whole different argument whether or not how yeah. good effective tests are but if i 
if my goal is to be a professional jiu-jitsu guy, right? Like, let's say I'm a 10-year-old and I look at Gordon Ryan. I'm like, oh, now this is great, blah, blah, blah. Now one day I can do that. I mean, I'm now I'm going to take juice because the best guy in the world is an admitted steroid user. This is not right. Absolutely. This is bullshit. Hey, look, I actually, I subtweeted, you know, look, I got to admit, maybe it's cloud chasing, but, you know, I, I know Gordon just from Henzo Gracie Academy a little bit. Um, and he fo we follow each other on Instagram, so I feel like I'm pseudo friends with him, but we're not. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll like subtweet, hey Gordon, if people give you shit for taking juice, just say you're doing gender affirming care and you're off the hook. Right, that's just a funny joke, great joke, and ha ha ha. But back, but back to my original point, <laughs> if jujitsu wants to be a real sport, which I think it's a beautiful sport, and I'm all for it, it's hard as shit, and I it actually be the Olympics. I, and I actually, or professional, you, you can't have your, your main guy be an out and out proud steroid user. Uh, I mean, number one, yeah. you can't also, you have to, you have to test. Cause I, cause it's just not fair. It's not fair that this, yeah. I mean, it's just not fair. Um, that's, that's, I mean, apparently it's, it's, it's just like uh, with, with baseball back in the day, there was a decade where like anyone who was really succeeding was doing it and yeah, everyone I, knew I about understand it, it. I, I get it and, th and there's an argument to be made to let everybody juice but i'm not talking about that i'm talking about yeah. like we, we we have to anyway so that's number one but number the funny two, thing is like now at this point with with gordon if he stopped now who the fuck knows what type of havoc would it wreak on his body you know what i mean well, that's his fucking That's good. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel more, I feel way worse for the guys he's leg locking who can't walk for a fucking year because of, uh, I mean, and I don't even think the guy even needs juice. He's, I, from what I know, he's that good without juice. But you can't, but, yeah. but and it didn't even bother me until he goes, I signed a, a pro contract with Flow Grappling. Well, shame Got on Flow yeah. Grappling. And that's on them. To, guys, Flow Grappling, I understand this guy's the rock star of jiu-jitsu, but come on. Like, that's not right. Also, why would he admit to Joe Rogan that he did it? Keep it hidden. Unless you need to legally tell people, don't tell anyone. I, I, Although I just, it's obvious. I mean, look at the guy. But nobody calls him on it. Every every single person that was on, when he posted it, and they were all pro athletes, like, congratulations, rock star, blah, blah, you're the man. And I'm like, I don't understand. If this was MMA... And and, uh, yeah. and a guy was like, if Chimaev was or whoever the champion is, for you know, let's uh, let's say Adesanya yeah. was the champion. He's like, and I take steroids, and he's like, I'm the greatest in the world. Everyone would be like, fucking right head, blah 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 blah. Y you know, it's just why are we giving this guy a pass because he's cool? Basically, we're giving. Yeah, him I guess. Cool. Uh, but here's the thing. Let me let me ask you a question real quick. I know we have more to talk about, but like, when's the last time you heard someone in the NFL get busted for steroids? You have never because they all do it and they don't test for it. When's the last time you said, hey, when the NBA got busted for weed? Never because they all do it and they let it go. Well, weed isn't really in a, in a performance enhancing drug. So, I mean, uh, steroids in jujitsu, when you're squeezing somebody's fucking head off, I mean, <laughs> you can't tell me that's not an advantage. Uh, yeah, so. it made me want to do steroids when I heard about it, by the way. Of course it does. hundred percent. Now, uh, that's one thing. Number two, this fucking slap fighting thing. I, I'm not a fan. I'm sorry, Dana White. We're friends. You hooked me up with my comedy specials, and 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 thank you for doing that. I'll always be indebted for that. But what what is this? Like, like the, the first of all, this is bad on so many levels. Number one, the the guy, some guy who's like a main specialist in CTE, a former WWE yeah. guy, 
is like all you're doing is giving the guy concussions. Like this is all we're doing now is fucking people's brains. Second of all, this is going to start a trend at bars. Every time you go to a college, oh, no. it's going to be some stupid fucking slap fighting contest, which come on. I mean, bars are annoying enough without this. Uh, like number three, I don't see the skill in this. Like at, at no point is somebody just going to, during a fight, stick their head out and say, slap me as hard as you can. I mean, I, I've seen it done before, maybe in, Ricardo Mayorga did that, but but what are we doing here? Like, yeah. Out of all the things, wh- why is this a thing? I I don't. I why why is Dana White? I didn't know that he was involved until you just said something. He, he like he's the president. He's the promotion. fucking he's Dana White's super slap league. Which of course, when he slapped his wife, everybody in the world was having memes of like, we know who's up first, and and you know, <laughs> is OJ stabbing league next? It just kept going on and on and on of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, this is promotion, but but I don't understand that this. It's I I don't like MMA was like boxing was like fun to watch. But, but then it was like MMA because you encompass boxing, kickboxing, judo, wrestling. You put them all together, jiu-jitsu. Now we're going yeah. back to this isn't even boxing. This is somebody just yeah. sitting there while somebody else just smacks them in the head. I, I don't understand. It, it's a product of like TikTok and Instagram and like the instant fucking gratification thing because you watch five seconds and you, and you oh, there's the event. You know what I mean? It only you just see one slap and you see people's heads get knocked off and they pass out and you're like, yay. Yeah, yeah, but I I don't I, I can't thing. watch this. And I can watch a I watch a lot of dumb things. There, there's <laughs> you put on some of those uh fight circus, you got people fighting in phone booths, you have multi, you know, musical chair fights, you have I mean, yeah. you know, sumo wrestler versus girl. I'll 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 watch this. I, I can't sit there while these guys who who look like who with tattoos on their faces uh go that look like they dropped out of gd you know high middle school i, I just i can't they do did. it I, I can't do it yeah i, I can't yeah I, what I if it was the ball kicking contest would you watch that if it was two so guys kicking each other in the balls what if it was just ball kicking people kicking each other the balls i mean that's where we're going jackass, i mean basically. people were like you know indian burn contest they're, they're like you know <laughs> head-on collision contest i mean oh it's just it's one after another i i don't get it I, I, I don't, yeah, ball kicking, dick twisting contest. I mean, why don't we just, what is this? I think it's going to have a very short shelf life. I don't think it's going to like, you know, really take off. It's, it's on TBS. TBS picked this up. What the fuck was TBS what? thinking? Yeah, it's on TBS. It was the first, the first one got 300,000 views on uh, live, which is not a lot. I can't, so. is that good or that bad? I can't tell anymore. No, it's not good. So yeah. I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand any of this. Um, and then, okay, so then we had this guy in the podcast. You know, have you ever watched Rough and Rowdy? No, what is that? So it's like these. It's like basically Barstool Sports puts on these boxing matches where they get these kids from the sticks. I mean, like you know, live in trailer parks, and then they fight each other, and it's like ridiculous. Is that? But but it's, our, so it's, like, it's like it's like it's even worse, like uh, bare knuckle boxing, but like way more. Oh, it's not up. even close. It's like bum fights. It's 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 like back there. It's like a combination between like you know, tough man contest slash bum fights. Anyway, so there was a guy who actually was decent, but his name was I Eat Ass, right? He goes, his name was <laughs> Dale I Eat Ass, right? So I screenshotted it, and under it, it said Joe Rogan 
Elon Musk and Dave Portnoy all eat ass, right? And I go, this is my new favorite fighter, right? I just screenshotted it off the, I was watching, it was on TikTok. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding. Because the guy was like, I heard he was eating ass before the fight, right? right? Like, so I put this on my, my, my Instagram, all right? So it gets 27 million hits. Holy shit. 27 million Wait, people. Wait, just, just a screenshot got 27 million hits? The, the screenshot. 27. Dude, that's fucking. That's congratulations, by the way. Dude, I've been doing comedy for 24 fucking years, and then I eat ass screenshot like, like, what? Now you can headline all over the fucking country at every club because of that screenshot. But it's I amazing. Mean, do you understand? Like, I've worked on a fucking craft my more than half my life. Uh, I've dedicated. I, I've given up jobs, relationships, time effort my whole life i i've I, i've given to the art of stand-up comedy and perfecting the joke and, and and crowd work and everything else and i eat ass has 25 has 27 million every day i get another thousand followers on this like i've gotten like five thousand more followers since the i eat ass comment what, what's so crazy is it's not even a video it's just a photo right a screenshot and because everyone's tagging God, their friends in it and they're like, oh, this is you and this is me. And that, and people are fighting over whether or not eating ass is actually good for you. God damn, and- I need my eat I, I need an I eat ass fucking screenshot. Can you give me the next one? That 27 million is fucking like so many fucking views. Or li- that's how many likes or views. That's how many people it reached. It reached 27 million just so far. Wow. Uh, on the on the I eat ass. Like, when did you post time- it? What? When did you post that? Uh, I posted it. Uh, okay, so I go. I think I found my new favorite fighter. It got eight hundred and fifty-one thousand likes, right? And I go Jeez. to Insi- I go to insights. It's reached twenty-six million three hundred thirty-seven thousand accounts reached. Um, yeah, it got sixteen hundred comments and three hundred thirty-three thousand shares and one hundred ten thousand favorites. Th- th- this is. Okay, would you be mad if I screenshotted it and said the same thing and posted on my Instagram? <laughs> oh, go ahead. You can go ahead. Hack my idea. I don't. Ca- I honestly don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, it's just like, what the fuck, man? I mean, that's what's happening. People are people who've been coming for a long time. They post something on TikTok. The next thing you know, it gets like they have a headlining career and they've been doing comedy for like you know. But I've been hearing stories time. from the road about some of these comic comics on the road. Uh, some of them, some of which you were involved in their shows, by the way. And uh, yes. and people have been saying like, "Thank God, Bill Dawes was here." That was uh, that was one. Um, uh, oh, yeah. was, it, was this down in the Florida? Yeah, 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 yeah. But people are like, "Yeah, it's get, it's getting rough out there." I did a show in Edmonton last week. And this girl and her husband, no, a girl and her boyfriend, it was a first date. And they're, you know, she's sitting on the, the guy's lap, scree- yelling, woo, like laughing at every premise, but not even being, just being obnoxious, but like, I do that. I'll yell my, and slapping everyone five. And yeah, but it wasn't like mean heckling. But it, but then I just said like, oh, I love girls like you because you're amazing in bed. You take all your problems on the guy's cock and gobble, gobble, right? And then the girl stands up. And she goes, what? Come on, bring it to me. And stands up for the next 10 minutes, right? So I'm like, please sit down, you know? And uh, then the, the staff comes over and she she won't sit down. She just stands up, 
cursing me. And then she got to go to the bathroom and I was like, is this your girl? He's like, first date. I'm like, dude, you know, have sex with her, but change your number. Right. And everyone's going crazy. <laughs> it's just, dude, it's crazy. So we have, did you post lot- that video? No, I didn't because I don't know. I, 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 I showed it to my wife and she was like, you don't, she's like, you come across kind of a dick in this video. I don't know. Like what, by, by saying like have sex with her, change your number. That's just empirically funny. You that's not I, mean. That's just saying, like, have sex with her and like kick her in the vagina. That's like have sex with her because she'll be fun and then like don't get in a relationship. Yeah, maybe I'll post it. You know, it's, it's just post it. Yeah, post yeah. It. So Don Fry is here. I think he's frozen though. Don, are, can you hear us? All right, there go. Oh, here he is. So Don Fry is here. Um, by the way, so Mayhem Miller update calls me every week from his uh, from jail. Like every every night he calls me. Every uh-huh. week. Every night? Every night. And uh, dude, there's a guy in jail. I hate to say it, like, people, how's it going? I'm like, he's doing great in jail. Like, in jail, they got him on the right medication, and he sounds like he should host The Tonight Show. He's hilarious. Like, just everything on point. Like, like uplifting, laughing, this and that. And then he gets out, and it's like you're talking to a person in jail. It's, it's like, it's flipped. Yeah. It's if yeah, I I don't know. I mean, there are people who do better in jail. That's just true. I know, but you know, know, I don't want them in Chino prison. You know, it's just like, uh, yeah, you know, he is he is leading the workouts though. He is leading the workouts, and he says that they have a bunch of trans cheerleaders that cheer him on. (laughs) I'm not kidding. He says, he's getting late late every day. He'd be in a good mood too. You know. uh so yeah so it's it, it's crazy by the way th- that guy that we had on the show don i eat ass i was saying i, I posted his picture, a screenshot 25 million people uh liked it uh, and saw it I, i've done comedy 25 years I, I can't get 100 people to like shit i put i eat ass and 25 million people like this <laughs> yeah, don't let you, you're in the wrong business i guess you need to <laughs> See if you just went out and ate a little ass, you might get some more people. Yeah, exactly. I've been telling you that for years, Adam. By the way, so is his wife. uh, Speaking of eating ass, yeah. uh, Oscar De La Hoya has fake abs now. You see his abs? What? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a picture of Oscar De La Hoya. He's got like a 12 pack, but it looks like. I don't know what he did because he never had abs when he was boxing. He had abs, but now he has, and and they're not the same size as the rest of his body. Like he's got like even even Rogan commented on it. Like, what are people? Is it steroids or is it like he like had them surgically implanted? He had yeah like like basically I don't know what they do. I think they like they like it's like sculpting slash something. He looks like the Liver King now, but it's so obvious. (laughs) That you know what? Um, packing and data lawyer two things I really don't want in the same sentence. Dude, it was a porn, <laughs> there was an interview with a porn star who said that um they were like, What's the craziest thing you ever did? And she's like, Sorry, Oscar de la Hoya, but I guess he put on her clothes and then she was um putting like Hennessy bottles up his asshole and then having to fist what? it. And then having to get it out with her hands, like fisting the the, the bottles of Hennessy. 
So, do you believe that because a, a reputable porn star said something like that? Yes, I do. Because back in yeah, the yeah, I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures of De La Hoya in lingerie. You know. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah, I, I do. There was a girl he paid off back in like the 90s that had him picked and drag and wearing all kinds of stuff. And he gave her $20 million to like not post it. And she still posted it. So she took the money and posted it. Um, and it was in the front cover of the New York Post back in the day. So well, uh, we watch the world coming to it. You can't trust a woman to take pictures of you in lingerie and not post it. You know? Fuck. <laughs> Crazy, but 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 why are you getting Hennessy bottles stuck up your ass and having girls fisted out of you? Like what? You're a it was a, it was a mini Hennessy bottle. It was a, all right. So speaking of freaks, Dustin Lampros, you're on the podcast with Don Fry and Bill Dawes. So I, I met Dustin in Florida. Now he is is that a horse? What the fuck was that? All right. So anyway, so Dustin, by the way, he's eight and zero, eight and zero. In fighting, he now he's also he was on the Ultimate Fighter. I, I watched your Ultimate Fighter video. He lived in the house and he was kicking ass. He was against uh, Vince Murdoch, who's a good fighter. It was a fucking back and forth, and then he hit you with a one-two, and Dustin just kind of went out. Um, was that the was that the first time you ever been hurt in your whole career, Dustin? Yeah, I mean that was the first time. I mean, you you saw the fight. I mean, personally, I just kind of going into that fight five and zero, uh, you know, all basically first round knockouts. I was really cocky and confident, and when I was, I had I had Vincent hurt, and yeah. I kept backing him down, you know, as you saw, and I just I, I wasn't listening to my coaches, you know, uh, Volkanovski was like, put your hands up, you know, I just was kind of walking down like I couldn't was like I was invincible, and yeah, man, I, I paid the price, and he hit me with a punch, which. Um, I, I remember correctly, which I don't remember if he got knocked out, but like, I think I was about to take him down and I think I was kind of gauging where he was at against the fence, looked out, and man, he must have punched at all. He just hit and I, I don't remember. Yeah. Well, I've looked, man. I, look. I got up like twice and he still came at me. I got up. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, look, it happens. I mean, you, sometimes you have to learn on the job. Um, and since then you railed off. Yeah. Three. It was the best thing that happened for me. Don, what was the first time you ever got hurt? Yeah. Don the best Brian? thing that could have happened to me. I fuck. I don't know, man. No, it wasn't the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was just because I think I personally think that if, if, if I would have went out there and, and beat Vincent, I think my next fight would have probably been this who I would have like, stylistically he's a wrestler and I think I would have been too much for him and I don't think I was ready to go straight into the UFC and fight in the finale I think I needed to get tested like that and then I've had three fights since as you said and um you know I got to go to the third round finishing the third round so I think like in all and it humbled me a lot too it made me realize at the top level I got to respect you know the power I got to respect the everything so um, in the end, I think it's made me a better fighter, and I think it was meant to happen, you know. Now you got an interesting start, man, because you had you were in church, and you met Tyron Woodley in church, and mm -hmm. you're like, you're like, hey, Tyron, you're a good fighter. I want to be like you, and then you started training with him, right? Yeah, I, I wanted to. I was just a fan of the the sport, and he was like, well, I'm gonna have an MMA gym in like two years. So I was playing football and baseball, and. uh 
after my football last football game, my dad's like, what are you going to do now? And I was like, cause I was in an all-star game, Illinois versus Missouri. And I, I was just too small. Even though I was good at football, I knew that my body wouldn't hold up. And he was like, well, he's like, maybe try MMA. So we called Tyron Woodley and two years later, and he was like, yeah, I just opened my gym, come over. And that's how it started. Was it a black church or a white church? <laughs> All black church. I was the only white guy. Yeah. It was in Washington Park, the hood. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Nice. But really? My, my like dad did. Oh yeah, yeah man. My dad did. Uh, my dad poured concrete for a living, so he poured their like their stairway, and they invited. Him. He told him, you know, he's a Christian, so they invited him to come to this church. So they trust me, you'll be good. Everyone love you. And sure enough, we went there, and it was awesome. You know, they loved us, and the guy, my dad's like, yeah, my son loves fighting. He had a kickboxing match, and uh, they're like, oh, you know, who Tyron Woodley is. He's in strike force, and I was like, oh no, not really. And I met him, and he was only like five and zero at the time, I think. Six and L, so well, that's awesome. pretty cool. Well, now you're eight now, and it looks like you're kind of like playing with these guys in Shamrock. It looks like you're just you're just murdering these guys. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm when you train, you know, I trained four years at American Top Team on the pro team, and now at Killcliffe for four years with Gilbert Burns, Mike Chandler. I mean, you know, I train at the highest level. I don't, I don't work. I do this full time, so I kind of expect to go out there and do that on the regional scene. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, here in the next week, I'll have some good news and, uh, get that call up. What's training with Chandler like? Oh, he's awesome, man. I mean, he's, he's just a, he's a laid back, cool dude, you know? I mean, like all of my, my experience with all of them, you know, I mean, th there isn't really too many of the big name guys that I've met that are not cool. You know, they're every, like they're fighters, they're humble. Like Gilbert Burns is the coolest guy on earth, you know? He's a good buddy. Hi, my name's so. Don Fry. Fuck you. How's that? <laughs> no, I know, who you, I know who you are, Don Fry. <laughs> no, no, Don, you're going to love this. So, so he came to my show last week, and he showed me this video. So in his free time, I don't know if this is a business or what, he catches child molesters. So him and his friend, his friend has, his friend has, a, has a, he goes on these websites like Craigslist, and he, and he pretending to be like a 10-year-old girl. Then these guys show up. Well, what? Oh. Well, no, he doesn't. We have decoy. We have a decoy, a girl that's like thirty-something years old who does that for a living full time. Right. Oh wait, wait. So this this is sponsored by the FBI. This is just you guys on your own being renegade, fucking leaving no, people. No, it is. It's them on their own. It's these guys on their own. Mm -hmm. Right. That then, can't be legal. That's legal. No, no we, we get the blessings from the cops in our in our town in Delray Beach. They they love it. They support it. You know, which is very rare. They don't ever support that kind of stuff usually, but no, they're they're very supportive, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So he shows me this video, right? So it shows on Saturday night, the night before. This guy meets him at like a Walmart parking, a Walmart like aisle four of a Walmart or something, and the guy's expecting to meet a girl. Instead, he meets Dustin and his friend, and then he's like, <laughs> then they they start videotaping the guy and making the guy do push-ups and and jumping jacks saying I'm a child molester while doing jumping jacks. And then they videotape them or with their phone and wait for the cops to come. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, I wouldn't, we call them child predators because they're predators, you know, they're preying on young kids off the internet. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's basically we have a decoy that sets it up and talks, they, she might talk to them for two months, you know? Um, 
but uh they'll meet up with us thinking that it's uh it's a 13 year old girl or boy and they end up meeting me and i basically i basically and they're not detained they're free to go they can do whatever they want but do they ever try to run just, i mean we've had one incident where the guy yeah he walked kept walking and he took off running yeah one time but other than that we get hour-long confrontations and you know this guy specifically uh i was like you know what you're really pissing me off let's let's do push-ups and he could have said no he could have done whatever he wanted but he was so scared he's like okay and so he started i was like i want 13 sets of 13 and he, he he like almost had a heart attack after freaking good. fifteen of them. Good. Because the girl because the girl was thirteen. Yeah, that's why you came up with that. I was like, yeah. yeah. So, so the no, girl set to thirteen. Yeah. yeah. So D- Dustin, I have a question. So I, I I did a thing with Eric Estrada. I don't know. If Eric Estrada does this now. Did you know that he was like mm-hmm. fucking Ponce and chips, and he he lives in Virginia and he's with this group called. Internet Crimes Against Children, and he's been doing it for eight years up in the fucking mountains. Anyway, he told me that a lot of these shows like Dateline, the reason they ended with Chris Hansen is because those convictions never stick. Like, no, very that's, not, any that's not what, that's not no? what happened. Chris Hansen, no. he caught a, a, a Texas, a Texas, like, DA agent, really high up in, you know, government or whatever, and from, or in the forest there, and the guy shot himself while Dateline was recorded. And good. And they good. got kicked off line. Oh, wow. Good. Now, now. Yeah. They- so Come they caught him. Now. They videoed it, and they're not supposed to video it. They're dumb. If they would have stopped recording, then it would have never, Chris Hansen still be a thing. Now, the guy that was doing Jumping Jacks saying, saying, I'm a child predator, uh, you were waiting for the cops to show up at that point? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just, just trying to humiliate him. I was, you know, like he just didn't seem, he didn't seem like remorseful, you know? And then even outside, when we walked outside, I made him do, I made him do squats and say, I'm a child predator out in, in the front of Walmart. So everybody could, <laughs> and his, and you know what the worst part about this is? His squats were so bad that <laughs> the news articles thought I was making him do jumping jacks because his oh. hands were going up. <laughs> Now, but didn't he say to you, just punch me in the face three times instead? Yeah, he was like, Shit, please don't call the cops. He's like, can you just beat me up? Or he seen my cauliflower here and he was like, he kept looking at it. And he's like, could, could you maybe just like punch me or beat me up or something? And I was like, I would love to. But unfortunately, I can't. Got, got it. Uh, now, are you making any money doing this? I mean, the. Th- this was never our intentions were never even to get any publicity from it. We were just, we did it for two months catching guys. And I just decided to make an Instagram account for five, six, one PC and post it. And that's all it took. It just took off. I mean, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, this has potential. I mean, I think by the end of the year, we'll be on a TV network. I think we'll have a show of it because we're going to start doing steam houses and, really? and renting Airbnb's. I think with the support we're getting, and obviously it's, you know, not nothing to pat myself on the back, but being a pro fighter or a UFC tough, you know, whatever, it's drew a lot of attention. So I think, uh, yeah, I mean, we definitely could, obviously with YouTube views, monetization, all that. But I mean, the goal is just to, 
to do it. Um, my buddy brought it up, and I was been wanting to get back. You know, I've been getting over injuries. And I was wanting to focus on fighting and not go out because I live in South Florida. I live on a trip where just go out and, you know, party. And I was like, you know what? I want to do something that's more, you know, that's good. And then my buddy who's been doing it behind the scenes, like, was like, oh, we could do this. And I've had people very close to me be victims of it. So it came to me also. And I was like, this is, this is great. You know, it's a good way to spend my time. I'm helping, you know, and it, it's just like a full circle beneficial for everybody. Don, I feel like, you know what? You can, yeah. you can kill, you can kill them bastards. They tell you to hit them. You can hit them. And they tell you to go on, they want you to kill them. You can kill them because there's an old English law. Um, it's provoking. Uh, shit, I can't think of the, you know, where you can murder them and because they provoked you into it. I'm so, not sure that's going to hold up the court, uh, Don. No, Stand your ground. It, it, it'll hold. No, you talk, ask, ask Frank Shamrock. He knows somebody that used that defense, you know. Um, well, how about, how about this? If I do it, Don, you got to come to my court case and be my attorney. Damn right. <laughs> damn right. <laughs> damn right. Don, I feel like you'd be great on this show. I feel like this show should be hosted by Don Fry. I think this would be the greatest show ever. Like Don Fry tracks down these child predators. You guys get them, and then Don comes in at the end smoking a cigar, and like and tell- I he, he just he sticks his he sticks his young protege on him. It's like go get him, Scrappy. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, I, I, I gotta have a couple of wax on him, man. <laughs> This would be the greatest show in the world. Don Fry catches child molesters. I mean, just that would be like the the show. Don Fry catches child molesters. Uh, Don is the predator, Don Fry. So, Don, you're you're already the predator. Uh, It's in the name. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the apex predator. The apex predator versus the fucking child predator. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Uh, That would be great. How many have you done this? How many people have you busted? I believe we're on uh, eight or nine, and that was within a month and a half. Jesus Christ! Wow. Well, listen, Dustin, you yeah. are uh, you're a hero, man. You're a good man. Yeah, you're a good hero, man. You're a good man. Keep thank it up. You, thank and, you for coming. Uh, yeah. yeah. Give me a call anytime. Give me a call anytime. So. Uh, All right, yeah, and uh, is is uh, for me. Yes. Well, thank you for coming and, on the show, uh, Dustin. You're you're the best. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, brother. <laughs> No problem. Yeah, you got, you yeah, got my man. respect. You got my respect. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, guys. Any anytime, and uh, Adam, anytime you're out here, let me know. I'd love to to come to your shows and meet up. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. What's up, people? Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You always find the latest football odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online, and as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events. Bet Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right. That was Dustin. Uh, that was crazy, huh? Is he in Florida? He's yeah, he's in Florida. Florida. Yeah, Florida. He's in Florida. Uh, 
<laughs> I guess that's where that's where they are. That's where the child predators are. I think they're everywhere, dude. Not just Florida. They're fucking everywhere. That's yeah, they're um, everywhere. They're coming in. They're coming in through the fucking southern border. Thanks to Joe Biden, piece <laughs> of shit. He's one of the biggest ones. In I'll tell you, he's one of the. There are so many in the government. It's unbelievable. That's why. That's why they get away with it. Allegedly, let's just say allegedly, just for legal yeah, purposes. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy. Uh, speaking of which, man, like I got a my this kid that I, I coach. I, I, you know, I started a wrestling program. We had our first match, by the way. All the other teams caught up to us and like are taking it way more serious than us. So this this match was kind of rough last week. I'm not gonna lie, but it was the best thing. We got our asses kicked. But now now the kids all started going to extra practice. Sometimes it, ta- it takes them to get their butt kicked for them to show up to practice and not fuck around and this and that. Yeah. Um, I hate to say it, but this kid that used to help coach, he took fifth in, the, in like the state. Great kid, never charged a dollar. Great wrestler, just a all in all, just a super person. Yesterday, he goes into uh, the ocean with his buddy. They he, he wrestled for San Francisco State. And they would, they would, they would, they would, they would, they would go out after the workout and jump in the ocean to like cool off. And a wave came, and the kid drowned. Um, Holy fuck! How old was he? Twenty years old. He was a uh, Bisbing's kid's teammate, uh, Callum Bisbing's. T- uh, it was him and another kid that I coached, Peanut uh, Aaron Galuff, the kid uh, first kid I ever coached that um that made it to the state tournament. Uh, he also was uh, his teammate too. It's just, it's just uh, beyond sad. I mean, sorry to hear that. Uh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I can't. You know, I'm just been like in shock. I found out last night. And I'm still just like, it's just crazy. So the story is, he, he just was just randomly swimming. Was he an experienced swimmer or anything? No, you after, know? like after practice, I guess they would kids would jump in the ocean to like shock their body, kind of you know to cool off, and. Uh, he jumped in and a, a huge wave came and that was it. He's and, and, under, under toe or what? Yeah. And two of his teammates yeah, were there. And you said it was in the San Francisco area? Yeah. They wrestled for San Francisco state. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a rough, that's a rough coast right there. You know? Yeah. You know, you know, a lot of times you could think like someone had a great life and someone, you know, this and that, and there was a reason that they, you know, g- this was God's plan, but I, I, I can't think of anything like why this would happen, you know? Yeah. Why at 20 years well, old, you know? You knew his parents? Well, you know, yeah. It's better to better to fucking burn out than to fade away, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm okay with fading away. <laughs> yeah, like... it, ain't, it ain't fun. Um, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't for the week, man. It ain't for the week. It ain't easy. You're not fading away, Don. You're not fading away, buddy. All right. No, no, I mean, dude, Bill, this guy, Don, at one point, one podcast he had, he was carving his knee out. No, he had a guy doing it for him. There was a hole in his knee about this big. Oh, and Don is just sitting there while the guy, it looked like someone shot like his knee with it. I've never seen anything more disgusting in my life. And. <laughs> Oh, Don, come on. Some of the women you've dated? Fuck, come on. Okay, fine. I, 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 I smelled things that were more disgusting, but I, I never seen anything. Don's sitting there like, huh, 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 laughing. I don't even know who the guy was. It was some random guy 
who've been there for like 30 minutes. No, my buddy Tony Martinez, he's the cameraman, one of the producers of uh, my podcast. Do, do, does he have any medical experience? Like, how do you even know? Not now. <laughs> you know, on, on the job training, you know. <laughs> Dude, and then, then last, then last month, Don's in the hospital for three weeks with uh, what, what was it? Your kidney, or your liver? What was it? Yeah, kidney and bladder. Yeah, kidney and bladder. I mean, just and they, and now he's out again. And and then he has had multiple back injuries, shoulder injuries. This dude fought the best kickboxer in the world. Don did, and admitted he never threw a kick before, like. Even before the fight, not even training, did he throw the kick before? <laughs> he walks into a K1 ring and fights a guy. And I go, how did you prepare? He goes, I took a bunch of Vicodin. <laughs> like, that wasn't a good move. Wasn't a good move. <laughs> Don, you must you must hate the new generation of people, right? Because you're like the last of the tough guys. You're last of like the true fucking tough guys. You know what I, I mean? Hope not. I hope there's some more out there, man. I'll tell you, I, I don't see them. I haven't met them yet, but I hope they're, you know, it, it's, it's like, uh, my, one of my ex, uh, captains in the fire department, Paul Meadows, he says, there's three sane women out there on this planet. He said, I haven't met one yet, but I'm holding out. I'm holding out that there's three of them out there. You know what he does, Don? His first fight, he fights a guy that's probably 500 pounds, like a 500-pound Samoan guy. You know how, like, in Rocky, the movie Rocky? Dude, you know how Rocky, course, I won you know these. But you know how Rocky always has, like, a stupid thing he says before his fight, like, hey, Mickey, like, like, a, like a, a little wise-ass comment? But, like, you're like, no one's ever going to say that before a fight. So his first fight, he looks at Big John, he goes, don't let him eat me. <laughs> I'm all down, don't let him eat me. <laughs> and then he knocks the guy out with one punch but he, but he says don't let him eat me <laughs> that's genius man uh guy, 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 looked like, you, man. guy looked like he had a napkin in his pocket ready to go down you know <laughs> i was i was laughing by the way i i, I rewatched the fight with mark coleman and dan severn and you were in uh, Severance Corner for that fight. And Mark Coleman tapped him with a schoolyard headlock. Was it because he was he was that strong? Yeah, Coleman's powerful. Coleman is powerful. Um, you know, Coleman uh, and Sam Rock probably the two most powerful people, you know, you don't want to touch you. <laughs> but, I mean, was there anybody else in the world you think that could have tapped Dan Severance to that with, with just a, a headlock? No. No, I don't think, I think Dan probably, you know, might have had some things going on in his life, you know, um, besides the fight, man. But uh, Coleman's just so fucking powerful, you know. He, he, he got me in that headlock and started squeezing. And uh, I was, luckily, you know, it was July in Alabama. So I was so wet, I slipped out, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like squeezing, squeezing a banana out of his peel, you know. Right, because I was, I was thinking, but even that, I think also today, people would know you don't have to tap to that. Whereas back in the day, everyone hadn't seen that kind of stuff before, or maybe they thought that was really going to choke him out. Because I don't think he would have went out. Is, isn't that a wrestling move? Isn't that an old like shoot wrestling move? 
Because you grab your thigh with your hand. It's kind of like an arm in. It was like, it was like a bulldog choke. choke. Yeah, it was a bulldog choke. Yeah, bulldog ben, choke. But ben Askren almost uh, had Robbie Lawler. Like, remember the ref stopped it? And then also, uh, who was it, Carlos Newton? Did, didn't, he, didn't he tap uh, Matt Hughes with that? Or, or or am I thinking of someone else? Newton tapped someone else with that. He, no, he had, a, he, he had uh, Matt had him up in the air. And, and Carlos got a triangle on him. But... Um, when Matt passed out, they both hit the ground and knocked Carlos out. You know? So they, they didn't see. They just thought Matt dropped him, dropped him, you know. Um, but it was a double knock, double double knockout. But they gave it to uh, Carlos because they didn't know Matt was out. You know, he woke himself up when he hit the ground. Got it. Got it. Got it. So I don't know if, if, if you've uh, been watching the slapping. You watching the Super Slap League, Don? No. No. I'm, I'm not a fan. I, I heard so Dana White's the new president of this league, and they it's on TBS, and guys are just slapping each other, and there's different weight classes, but I don't see the I'm not into it. I just can't I'm just not exciting for me. For you, do you like to watch it? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you also you heard. So Francis Ngannou left the UFC. Um really? Yeah, so the UFC said they were they're not going to try to match the match his pay. Dana White made a statement saying we didn't sign Francis. Uh, he he said you know he's at the point of his career where I guess he's scared to fight the best guys, right? Which that set off a. So now they have John Jones uh, against um, what's his name? Cyril Cyril Gunny. Yeah, yeah, Cyril Gunny yeah. for the for the interim champion for the undisputed champion. They're calling it. And now my money's, on, my money's on John. My money's on John. Me too. But Gon's the favorite, which is crazy. Because, really? Yeah. So I think it's a good bet for John Jones. But also, look, I don't like the fact that Dana said that Ngannou's scared because he's not scared. I mean, the guy fought the best guys in the world. He fought Stipe twice. He fought Cyril Gon. I mean, but I also think he, I think what he thinks is going to happen because Ngannou said he left because it's not. You know, the healthcare and this and that, insurance and all kinds of stuff. And uh, the UFC said, Dana said that he would have made him the either the second or the highest heavyweight uh, paid by heavyweight champion there is. They offered him more money than they offered Brock Lesnar. So it was, it was a whole big thing. So now. Wait, 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 wait. wait. But he would have been the second highest paid? Who, who's I, the I highest I, paid? I think they said the highest. He would have been the highest. I think, I think he said highest, yeah. Highest of all time. Still wasn't enough. Um, but well, if you can make, if you make 10 or $12 million doing boxing, you know, I mean, a, instead of one or 2 million, you know, I mean, what, what's going to be the highest paid two or $3 million, you know, two or $3 million in the UFC when he can make, uh, you know, 10 million more than that. It, it's hard not to, it's hard not to walk away. 100%. Um, a hundred percent. And, but I think he's going to get wrecked by Tyson Fury. You Oh yeah! Oh, Tyson Fury is a fucking machine. You know, I mean, he 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 is uh, the Josh Barnett of boxing. You know, I mean, because Josh Barnett doesn't look like you know physically doesn't look like you do, but he tear you up. You know, right. <laughs> he destroy right. you, and and that's you know that's that's where Fury is. Fury Fury doesn't look like. He, anything you know but, i mean he'll he'll rip your head off with a with a fucking hook or an uppercut 
Because I also don't see where else he's going to go. I mean, he, if he goes to the PFL, yeah, he'll make a million dollars. He'll beat everyone, but he's not going to make as much money as he would in the UFC and have to, he's going to have to fight two or three times. Bellator, I don't think, can pay him, and I don't know who he's going to fight in Bellator. I don't think one – they have heavyweights that could even hang with him. I think his only option is boxing. For, uh, well, yeah, um, and he wants to box. I mean, he, he's, he's talked about fighting Fury, and if that's, if that's an available fight, well, shit, he's going to take it. Yeah, yeah, which is, I guess, I guess good for him. But it also, this is the yeah. first time since the Fedor years where the UFC didn't have the best heavyweight in the world. Yeah. Well, who, who does that? I mean, no, whoever whoever has Tyson, I mean, whoever, wherever Ngano goes. If Ngano goes to the PFL, they'll have the best heavyweight. Um, okay, I know. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But, now, do you think there's something else going on? Do you think that maybe Ngano is like maybe like looking towards the future and going like, maybe I should do movies. Maybe I could do this. Maybe he's getting offers for others. Like, look at Conor McGregor. McGregor's never coming back. He's doing Roadhouse. I think McGregor will come back. I don't. I don't know what weight he's going to come back at. He's not even in the USADA pool yet, which is crazy. But, Don, why are you in more movies, man? You're my fucking favorite. I love whenever I see you on screen, dude. Who me? Yeah. You got to be in the Expendables. I I, <laughs> apparently, I didn't have any friends on set in the Expendables, so <laughs> nobody, nobody dropped my name. So uh, <laughs> I should have, yeah, but that's okay. Uh, you know, uh, I had, had had a bad run with my health. You know, uh, my last my last time over there in Hollywood, and so I had some uh, you know problems, and so it didn't I didn't leave didn't leave a good term. You know, <laughs> you'll be back, Don. You'll be back if I ever sell pin. You you have you have a part. One thousand oh, percent. Yeah. He'd be the, the greatest gym teacher oh, in the, the history, best. history of the world. He'd call all the kids pussies and this and that. <laughs> it would be it would be next level. It, it really would be next level. Um. So uh, yeah, that's so Phil Baroni. There's a guy making documentaries on Phil Baroni. I don't know if this guy's legit or not, but allegedly Baroni was in like the Gambino crime family. You know that he his dad no. his dad was a mobster. His dad was a a cop, a detective, who then turned became a mobster after he quit the force. Phil was a collector, which he even says for a while. And um, he's in a terrible prison in Juarez, Mexico now. Wow. And I heard he had, he's already gotten his teeth knocked out. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, but he did, you know, murder a Mexican woman with two kids. <laughs> and he's in a prison in Mexican in Mexico. Uh, Mayhem's calling me right now. Should we, should we have Mayhem on the uh, Yeah. <laughs> Play more. Yeah. All right, hold on. So, you guys here? Yo. Yo, what's up, man? Yeah. You're you're on the podcast with Don Fry and Bill Dawes. Hello, Jason. Hey, man. Uh, want to give us an update? I don't know if you're uh, listening to that message beforehand, but I'm constantly on the podcast. It's called the California 
So we uh, we talked about you before uh, on the show, and I was saying you're doing really well, and that you're leading the workouts, the jail workouts. Yeah, I'm running everybody into the fucking ground. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's real prison, you know. But but you also have uh, trans cheerleaders. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that is a thing. That is a thing in California. They like allow until they get uh, it all the way. It's not. They're in the same position. <laughs> as soon as they make that transition, they go across the street to California in position for women. But then you were telling me there was some guy that kept hitting on you, right? Oh, I mean, constantly look at me. I'm sexy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How can you blame the guy? Jeez. Okay, I'm a hey, on the streets, I'm like a, a solid eight, but in prison, I'm a fucking. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can protect the guy. So, you know, the guy gets laid by the best looking guy in prison and gets protected. That's good. That's a good gig. I'm just, oh, you don't understand. I'm running around slapping soap out of everyone's hands. <laughs> I, I was saying that like we, we talk almost every day and you sound really good when you're uh right now. Like you sound like I mean I don't think you ever sounded better. Considering my circumstance, you know, I guess I'm like that uh fucking rat that needs to be dropped in screen to uh you know, be happy. You gotta uh, struggle. There's, there's the only way to struggle. Yeah, but that but that you know, look, hey man, you're you're uh, I think in May you make it out, right? God willing, yeah. We were talking about we were, we, number will be monitored and recorded. Uh, we were just talking about Baroni and uh, and how he got he got he, he got transferred to Juarez, Jesus. At least in America, no, no, Juarez is in Texas. I mean, in well, Juarez is in is, is in uh, Mexico, Mexico. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which is which is which is crazy. And I, I, I was, at, I was at, I, Is it across San Diego or across El Paso? El Paso. It's like it's like the worst. They say they have more deaths in Juarez than like in than in Iraq. It's like the yeah. worst places in the world. Um, it is. They 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 said that the uh, cartel runs the whole city, like a, a, including the jails. So uh, yeah, it's I don't know. This is crazy. No, thank God we got Joe Biden to protect us. <laughs> um, all right. In better news, uh, so Jake Paul is now training jujitsu. Um, he says he has he has day one of jujitsu. Uh, they're gonna have to really carefully match him up, right, Bill? I mean, they can't give him anybody with a ground game. Well, I mean, he's just, he's just, he's probably training privately with some black belt who's charging him like $300 an hour. And I'll fight him any minute right now. Jesus Christ, a lot of days things. I'll go, hey, oh my God, take a ball. Like, oh man, I would love to strangle him. So, <laughs> I would love, to, I would love to take tonight's sweet friend into his ear as I slowly choke the light out of him. And a gentle, gentle sleep. Have you ever done that? Have you ever choked someone out and said goodnight, sweet prince? <laughs> I'm like, uh, whisper, please nothing. Uh, I think a lullaby is Spanish. 
Don, have you ever, before you knocked anybody out, like said anything really nice to them? <laughs> I'm nice to everybody. What are you talking about, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goof. What did what did what did you tell Ken Shamrock when he was like trying to break your ankles? Fuck! <laughs> I, I didn't tell him a damn thing. I just told myself, man, you should have kept your mouth shut, Fry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey man, I gotta go. Good luck on your fucking podcast, uh, and uh, you know, get some new sponsors or something and send me something. Okay. Uh, what do you need? Hey, 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 Jason, if anybody wants to put anything on your commissary, how do they do that? All right. Thanks, Jason. Good talking to you, buddy. See you, Jason. Good luck. All right. That was mayhem. Jeez. I didn't, I didn't hear what he said about how Yeah, you got to put that in the episode notes. You got to put the address and stuff. Oh, jeez. God, man. This, this world is crazy, right? <sighs> All right. So we got some fights coming up this week. Uh, MMA fights this week. Um, here we go. MMA junkie. Let's see. Hey, where do you live now? You live in Vegas? No, I, I live in LA, but I'm in Chicago right now, literally as we speak, uh, in Chicago doing comedy. And then I come back on Sunday, which I can't wait to see my fucking kid, man. Um, all right. This week it's Glover Teixeira against Jamahal Hill, uh, UFC 283 from Brazil. I can't believe how good Glover is. He's got to be, what, 44? 43, yeah. 43 years old. Um, I hope he wins. I mean, he's probably the nicest guy in the history of MMA. Hardworking guy. No one's hey, 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 hey. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, boy? Have you ever yeah, trained with Glover, Don? the nicest guy. What? Have you ever trained with Glover? No, but what are you doing saying somebody else is nicer than me? Uh, no, yeah, you are the nicest guy. Uh, he's the second nicest. Um, okay. Who I think's going to win this fight? I think Glover. I think Anthony Johnson hit Glover so hard he won his next 27 fights. Uh, that's how <laughs> – because it, it seems like his career was over after that fight, and he just keeps winning and winning and winning. He lost his last fight, but he was winning up to the last three seconds against Jerry – I'm not even going to pronounce his last name. Um, Bill, who do you like in this fight? I don't know, man. I just all good things must come to an end. <laughs> so I gotta go with Hill. Uh, Don. I don't know, man. Well, I'd like to see Glover win, you know, just because of the fact that he's old. You know, I'm going for the old guy, but uh, you know, common sense tells you, it's, <laughs> you know, he had his run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does, does he have a new trainer? No, he's still with the same team over in. Uh, I think in, in, in Southern California. Also, Division Figueredo, who is the champion, taking on Brandon Moreno. I feel like this card's getting no no press. Like, no one's even talking about this card. It's a pay-per-view card from Brazil. Uh, That's crazy. So, this is their fourth fight. Division 1-2. Moreno 1-1. Who wins this fight? It's in Brazil. So, I got to uh, Figueredo for some reason. Yeah. Don? Yeah. I go Figueredo. 
This uh, is the first time there have been four fights. Don, have you ever fought someone four times in the octagon? No, I fought Gary twice in the octagon and once in Pride. Gary Goodridge. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Uh, Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny. Neil Magny is a guy, you, you think he's going to lose every fight he then wins. Gilbert Burns is a high-level black belt. He, he did great against Chimaev. Um, for some reason, I think Burns is going to submit him. You? Bill? I'm always going to go with the jiu-jitsu guy. Jiu-jitsu guy for me, yeah. I got to go with Burns. Don? I don't know anything about either one. For uh, Lauren Murphy, a girl that was on heroin, lost her kid, lost child, then got off it, took her kid to a mommy and me class. Then was ranked like number two in the world. Great girl, ripped, nice implants. Um, taking on Jessica Andrade, who looks like you know a female version and fi fights like a female version of Vandalay Silva. It doesn't look like her. Stop with the fucking emails. Um, so I would say Laura Murphy wins this fight, and I'm purely biased and rooting for Laura Murphy because I like her. Uh, Don doesn't know who these people are. Uh, Bill. Uh, I mean, I know him. A I know him a little bit. You, you got to root for Laura Murphy because she's also what she's forty now, and her story is so great. There, you got to go for her. She beat Misha Tate her last fight. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like her. Johnny Walker, he's the guy that won that fight and started break dancing and pulled his shoulder out. Break dancing. <laughs> he, he was looking like a fucking world beater. Uh, he's goofy. He has a condom commercial on in Brazil for some reason. Um, he's fighting this guy Paul Craig. Who beat who only could beat Dagestani guys for some reason. Uh he was getting the shipping out of by Ankalaev, 10-8, 10-8, stopped on a triangle with one second left and 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 tapped him. Then he beat like three other Dagestani guys. I think this is his last fight, but I gotta go with Johnny Walker's such a such a bad fight IQ, though. I feel like he he'll he might take him down, go to the ground, and get submitted. But I think he wins this fight. Bill. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh Shogun Hua is fighting. He's got to be the, 97 years old. I mean, how? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? He's is in the prelims. How crazy is that Shogun's in the prelims now? On yeah, that's a complete, complete lack of respect. You know, that was, that was like when, um, jeez. Who, who was the first matchmaker in the UFC? Um, Joe uh, Silva? Or Silva? Something Silva? Joe Silva, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, God, he's a good guy, and I can't think of his name right now. I'm sorry, Joe. Yeah, Joe Silva. But Joe Silva quit, and then, then they had this other Yahoo come in, and he puts Cowboy Cerrone as the opening act. And then two fucking fights later, Cerrone's in the main event. I mean, it's just stupid to to put somebody of this level, you know, as an opening act. You know, it's, just, it's pathetic. It's stupid. They need to get a new matchmaker. By the way, Cowboy Cerrone now is 220 on steroids and is doing like pro steroid commercials on TikTok. He's all he talks about is how great steroids are. He wishes he had them earlier. He's lifting. He looks huge. Like he's all about like <laughs> he's Mr. Steroid now. He he got a hair transplant. So now he's got a full head of hair. <laughs> and he talks about it. Like he talks about his hair transplant and its steroids. He's Talk about like uh, a midlife crisis, but good for him, man. Um, yeah, he's gone Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Cody Stamen's fighting. I uh, hope he wins. Terrence McKinney. He's the guy that did LSD in high school, jumped out of a window. They tased him six times. He somehow lived. Uh, 
and he won his first three fights in like 19 seconds. Then he fought Drew Dober in the UFC. He kicked his ass and he lost. Drew came back. He's a awesome, crazy black dude that like keeps asking out this hot girl who's a fighter too. And she's like, if you win your next fight, you could uh, date me. But he hasn't dated her yet. So he's he's fighting uh, Terrence McKinney. Uh, ho- I hope he wins. Um, yeah. Nicholas Dalby, who uh, talked about having depression. He's fighting Wally Alves, who's the guy that beat Colby Covington. Um, he tapped him out. He's uh, He has a win. He, he's on the, the pre-prelims. Um, so there's I'm a- Colby. Where I'm to Colby. Where's Colby at? So Colby um, got jumped by Masvidal outside of yeah. a restaurant. You hear about that? Right. And, yeah. he said, and he said he has brain damage now. So I guess he's no longer racist. I don't, I don't need to. <laughs> no. Joke, joke, joke. So uh, he, he he's suing Masvidal, uh, which he should. Fucking, you can't. Yeah. Masvidal had 25 minutes to hit him. And he waits for him to leave right. the restaurant and hits him from behind and then runs away. It's like, dude, the fuck is that? Chicken shit. What I think he's doing is he's waiting for Usman, the winner of Usman, Leon Edwards, which got announced, or he's going to try to fight Chimaev, which I don't know who wins that fight. Like, I think if Chimaev can't take him out in the first round and it's a five round fight, Colby has cardio that how do people don have cardio like Colby? Are they born with it or what? You work your ass off. That's how you get it. You work your freaking ass off. You know, for one thing, you're born. You you know you when you see a natural athlete. You, you know, you're a coach. You, you know the guys yeah. when they walk into the room. You know, but uh, you, you got to, if you're a natural athlete and then you train on top of that, then you, you, got, you got it, you know. But, yeah, but there's natural athletes and then there's guys who seem like they never get tired. Right. Like, Kobe never gets tired. Because well, he works hard. He works yeah. hard. You got to give it to him. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, the craziest fight for Colby was with the last fight against Usman, where he was losing. Remember, he lost the first round. He barely threw a punch in the first round. Second fight round, he gets dropped. And then he wins three, four, and five, I thought. And I'm like, why couldn't you fight like you did in the first, in the last three, in the first two? You would have won. You would have got to be the champion. That was the strangest fight. I've ever is seen he one of those guys who can only get activated when he gets his bell rung? I don't think I don't think he'd only get activated. I just think that he wasn't sure of his game plan until he got hit and hurt, and then plan. Then he was like, then he only had one game plan. Yeah, you know, like I think he was trying to figure out what to do when he got in there, and then he's like, "Fuck it! Now I'm down 10 9 My only choice now is to win this fight. Is to win the next three. Yeah. Um, you get knocked on your ass. You get knocked on your ass. You realize your game plan had had, had a flaw in it. So then you just <laughs> you switch it up. Yeah, yeah. Now, Don, there's one fight I got to ask you about with Dan Severn. Uh, when Dan Severn fought the guy, who's that guy that has 200 losses? Shannon Rich. Shannon. You know Shannon the Cannon Rich. Yeah, I know Shannon. So he Shannon's came to my friend. show, by the way. And I was like, Shannon Cannon had over 200 fights. He even won 17 of them, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so Bill, Shannon could have been a good fighter. Like, he has two wins over John Wood. He has one by, like, Shawn Michaels' kick, like the heartbreak kid kick, where he kicked the guy in the face. If you have look up Shannon Riz, John Wood, one of the greatest knockouts I've ever seen. In fact, 
uh, Mike Pyle, who's like best friends with John Wood, they co- best friends. He, he he goes, that's Shannon Rich at the awards. And he goes, he took a picture with him and then sent it to John Wood. Like only a dickhead friend would do that. Like take a picture with a guy who knocked you out. Like what an asshole, beat you twice. But Shannon has like 19 first round losses by standing guillotine. Like, like it was pretty obvious that he was just like, Fuck it. I'm just going to, like, combine pro wrestling and MMA. Like, who walked into a standing guillotine 19 yeah. times in a row? But there was a fight he did in Hawaii against Dan Severn, where Dan Severn started suplexing him. But it wasn't even, like, a suplex, like an MMA suplex. It was like a WWE suplex where the guy puts his feet straight in the air goes down. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, come oh. on. Did, did they tell you they were fixing that fight? No, I, I didn't even know. When did this happen? I must have been like 15. Eight, and I asked Dan, I go, come on. Was that a phony fight? And Dan was like, no, Shannon was so easy. I was able to do that to him. I just play around like you were with your little brother. Uh, but, I mean, come on. That you, Hey, listen, let me tell you something. Dan Severin, you know, Sam Rocky Coleman, Dan Severin is the third strongest person I've ever fucking you know, been touched by. And uh, he's a powerful, he's like a grizzly bear. And he will maul you, you know. And he's he's so technically advanced than everybody else in the wrestling, you know, of course, except for Coleman, because Coleman was on two Olympic teams, you know. And uh, Severs is the freaking grizzly bear. Amazing strength. Amazing strength and amazing conditioning, cardio. So, so, so you think that he actually really probably could have done? I mean, I mean, uh, you don't think it was like planned before, beforehand? I'll tell you what, I, I, no, I don't think it was planned. I'll tell you how you, you, why don't you call up Dan Severn and challenge him to a match? No fucking you, way! <laughs> you're, you're a wrestler. Come on, dude. There was, there's no way. There's, there's wrestlers, and then there's wrestlers. Um, now. Would you fight Shannon Rich? I would fight anybody, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't beat either of them. I would fight them. I would. I have to get paid where it would be worth my, you know, fixing my nose afterwards. I have to like. Why, why, you would have. You have a new skit. You'd have a fucking. Yeah, yeah. You. You would get paid. You know, three or four thousand dollars to come up with new material. You know, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a, that. Yeah, you may have to, and you'll you have six weeks off in the hospital to write it all down too. Great. Perfect. Um. Yes, does Dan Severin? What was the other one? It was Dan Severin Coleman. Oh, you know who's coming back now? Rulon Gardner. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Why? He's coming back to wrestling. I'm, uh, pro wrestling or amateur wrestling? Amateur wrestling. Hell, I, wasn't he on like a one of the fat shows? <laughs> wasn't he like? Yeah, he was. He's the guy. He won the gold medal. Uh, but I think that yeah. was in, when did he win it? In like ninety or eighty six or like when did he win the gold medal? 90s in the 90s sometime but um then he yeah um 92 or something yeah but 88 or 92 but didn't he he was on the biggest loser yeah Yeah. i think he was on the biggest loser then he was out hunting he was out hunting and lost like three toes due to frostbite yep yep this is all true so now he's on the balance how do you balance without the fucking toes I don't know. Chael Sonnen thinks he could compete. Thinks he could actually like, like win the, the gold, or like he thinks he could actually make it pretty far. I mean, he, why not, right? Well, sure, you make it far. I'm sure you make it far. Yeah, but yeah. Um, 
unless he can't take a punch. I mean, that that's a deciding factor. And, and you know, it's wrestling. This is not wrestling. This is not amateur wrestling. You get hit in the head. You get kicked in the head. You know, you get get uh, arm bars, lay locks. I mean, you've got to be able to fight your way out of that shit. Yeah. And just because you're an Olympic gold medalist doesn't mean you're, you're able to withstand any of that. Uh, you've got to be... You gotta yeah. be able to take a punch. You gotta be able to take a punch, and that's that's a lot different than just uh, you know pummeling somebody and throwing them. Now, Bill, are you in a trailer right now on on set? I'm I'm in a trailer, yeah, but it's not on set. What show are you on? Oh no, I, uh, I'm not. No, it's, it's literally a trailer. I I I'm, I have a trailer here in Austin. I live in. You live in a trailer? In Austin, yeah. Uh, what you, kind of trailer? It's a it's hey double wide baby, you know. But no, it's like it's like. <laughs> no, it's not an airstream. It's not that cool. But but don't, don't you have like, a house yeah. too? You have a house. My baby mama has a house with the baby, but I don't live with her. She kicked you out. Oh, we broke up a long time ago. Yeah. Ah, uh, why? Adam, it's good. Don't worry. Remember what Don said. There are three sane women in the world. Maybe you married one of them, but <laughs> yeah. she's, she's so hot, though. She, she, yeah. There's Don, no level of hotness for me that could justify Don, 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 I was in a car with Bill for nine hours, right? Driving to yeah. Reno and back. No, it was Arizona and back to do a show. His wife, his baby mama gives birth four days later. He doesn't mention to me that he's having a kid. Like at no point was, I'm like, what's new? Oh, nothing. Well, like at no point did he even, like this is the most mysterious man I've, I've ever met in my life. Like, I don't know. So you, you girl, so now you, you bought a trailer in Austin and that's and that's where you live? No, I, I still live in LA, but I, I come to Austin to see my, see my kid, you know? Got it. Are like, you- As much as I can, yeah. Now, and then, you, and then you got a new role, right? A series regular on something? Now, are you pulling any ass in the uh, in the uh, trailer? What do you think? Yeah, good three, <laughs> good three hundred pounders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This trailer is not seeing any ass. What, it's now, fine. Now, when I, now, where is it? Is it is it part of a trailer park community, or is it like? Are no, you no. It's it, it's you know what's really fucked up is this guy Adam Hartle who was running rooms here. Yeah. He had the trailer for like comics for shows like outdoor. And he just fucking died of a heart attack. I don't know if you knew that. So I'm living in Dead Adam's trailer. Oh my god! It's, it's uh, pretty pretty tragic and sad. Yeah, he was 43. He had three kids. He was a comic. I don't does know, anyone, does anyone awesome know? Comic. Does anyone know you're there? Or you just moved in. Yeah. No, he knows. But I think his family is going to like repossess the fucking trailer soon. Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> so like at the funeral, did you just did you just go in the trailer? You just sneak in like. <laughs> No, I was already. I was already like when I, you know, when I, me and my baby mom broke up, and I was like, I, I still need a place in Austin. I don't want to rent hotels. He rented it to me, but now he's dead, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's more depressing: mayhem from jail or this story. <laughs> no, yeah, dude, boy, it's great. I, I love it. I love it, dude. Trailers are awesome. I love it. It's great. You know, I can see, you know I can see my daughter. Boy. My daughter's fucking everything. You know. Yeah, your, your daughter's there, but you're on like 19 TV shows. I know, right? You think I? <laughs> you have a show with you Hillary think I would Swank. Be broke. You have a show with Hillary Swank right now on Showtime. You're on like 30 episodes. 
I got NCIS. I got the other two. An apartment, right? Or a house if you wanted to. Yeah, but baby mama needs that money. Oh, fuck. Oh, he said the truth. He said that the money. fucking truth. You know, yep. the, the, the fucking judges, they, they hand over everything to these fucking women. When, when you're, I mean, I, I just come out of a fucking coma, you know, and, and I was in a coma. I had a stroke, a hemorrhagic stroke, and I was in a coma for over three weeks, and um, then, you know, the two months rehab, you know, learn how to walk and talk and shower and all that shit and eat. And hell, they, they gave her everything. And, and I was, I was almost going to be naked and shit in the street. You know, if it was up to her, I would. Did you go back in the coma? Awful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to. I wanted to. I said, like, fuck. It's easier in the coma. Fuck, <laughs> man. Well, all right. I woke up. I woke up from the coma. I didn't have, didn't have a wife. Didn't have kids. I didn't have a job. I didn't have my health. I was like, holy shit! And the, yeah, the doctor, the doctor says, "We're gonna put you on these antidepressants." I says, "I'm not depressed. I'm sad. Can I fucking be sad? I don't have anything. You know, I lost everything. Can I be sad? Can I? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, give me a break." <laughs> Well, you're my hero, Don, and uh, and Bill. I'm just confused. So you gotta, <laughs> but no, no. Your baby mama's a casting director. She, she's a casting director, right? She's a producer. She's a producer. She's a producer. So she's a producer. She kicked you out. Was it because was it because you were unfaithful or or no? No, no, no. We just, I mean, there's look. We we she got pregnant. We were dating for two months. We broke up, and then she found out she was pregnant. We were not a we were not a right fit. She's great. I hope there's a guy out there that that's right for her. But we just were not a fit. You and know, you were like, and you were like, she's staying in Austin. I want to be with Austin. So you got a trailer. Your kid probably loves it. You get the baby. Yeah, the I get I get to see my trail. I get to see my kid. Like you know, at least like maybe if I'm in town, I'll I'll see her every day. You know, and you're still touring. But I, but I mean, you you must be making good money on on these TV shows. Like you're getting like like huge like not just under fives. You're getting like I mean, well, you were in, you were in Vancouver on the Hillary Swank show for like months. Well, yeah, yeah, but 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 what people forget sometimes, other than the because you know when you get like say I do the Hillary Swank show and I get all this money, right? So now I'm in a higher tax bracket, so I get taxed out the fucking ass. I got an agent, I got a manager, and a baby mama, and that's yeah. so my a, a thirty thousand dollar check goes down to like less than fifteen thousand, way less. Yeah, then you then you got to pay taxes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. Damn, that's all, all right. right. It's all good. What do I need money for, huh? I don't know. You, I don't know. You got a trailer. You got a double wide. You got a double wide trailer, man. Yeah, it's not single wide. It's a double wide. What else do I need? No, but is it yeah. part of a community? A, a trailer community? No, no. It's a trailer. I mean, fuck, dude. Where do you have you land? Do you, land? do you have any land? Do you have any land? I'm in some driveway. You're in somebody's driveway. Whose driveway is that? It's my friend uh, Gary Faust. Oh, I was gonna say, does he well, know that's you're not, there? That's not double wide trailer. That's 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 a travel trailer. It is No, no, you dumbass. You fucking the hillbilly. Fuck? You fucking hillbilly. That's a travel trailer. <laughs> Look at that thing. It extends. It extends. This guy, oh, man. <laughs> We, you don't we, even know. You don't even, is, you don't even know. 
Jeez, you're bragging. You're bragging on having a double white trailer. You're just, you're just living. You're living in a travel trailer. Yay! Uh, it's all all right. But you still have a place in L.A. You got your water hooked up to his garden hose. You know, shit. You play, oh yeah, uh, baby. You're running, running, running your dump into the sewer on the road. You know, like Christmas vacation. You know, <laughs> yep. living the dream, baby. <laughs> What a podcast between mayhem from jail, the, the guy who catches <laughs> predators on his free time, Bill's trailer, Don roasting Bill's trailer. This is a show like, you know, like come on, are you not entertaining people? Yeah, you not know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come over there with my fucking dually pickup truck. I'm going to hook it up. I'm going to fucking just start driving away with it, man. And Dude, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Take me away, Don. Take me away from here. That would, yeah. that would be the greatest show ever. Oh. Take Bill, take Bill on the road. Take Bill for a ride. I think Mayhem's <laughs> mad at me, by the way. I think Mayhem's mad. I but I don't know. Usually, I I don't think he knew. Well, he didn't know we were gonna be on the podcast. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. What are you gonna well, do? Look, look, you know, look. Yeah, he's, his his uh his prison cell isn't as nice as this travel trailer. You know, come on. <laughs> Any, anything you want to promote? Bill Dawes. Um, I'm looking for an apartment. No, uh, yeah, well, it's come out today. I'm headlining Houston tonight. I'm, I'm uh, headlining the uh, Vegas Laugh Factory, 13th through 19th of February. And you know, check out check out Alaska Daily and Mo and shit like that. You know, Don, anything you want to talk about? Uh, let's see. I'm getting trying to get my health back. Just trying to get. Uh... Yeah, we might we might be doing something um, up in, in Vegas at the next fight up there. What but is aren't that? Aren't you March? also at some kind of Comic Con or something? Or you got something? Oh yeah, yeah, I got a Comic Con. Uh, when is that? Is it July or Easter? Easter in South Carolina or North Carolina, Charlotte, wherever they're starting. <laughs> Either South Carolina, North Carolina, or Charlotte. One of Carolinas. One of Carolinas. Okay. It's a bunch of East, a bunch of Yankees and Easterns, you know. Yeah. Uh, February twenty seventh to March fifth. I'm headlining the Laugh Factory in Las Vegas. Anyway, you guys are great. Have a great week. Love you guys. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Dan.